Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. Happy Mother's Day to all our moms. And at the end of service, we're going to honor you all. We have a gift that we'd like to give to you. But before we send you home... I want to share a short message with you, a word of encouragement. And whether you're a mom or whether you came from a mom, (laughs) this message is for you. And I want you to recognize, if you stand with me, turn your Bibles to John chapter 2. And I want to read to you a story of probably one of the greatest mothers that we find in the Word of God. Her her name's Mary, the mother of Jesus. You, You know you have to be a good mom when God picks you to be the mother of Jesus. I need you to understand, every mom here today, you were chosen for your kid. Your kids weren't given to you. You were chosen to be that child's mom. And whether that child receives you as they get older or not, you had everything that God, that child needed in order to bring that child into their purpose. And so for every mother here right now, we honor you. and we, we want you to know that whether you feel like you are adequate or not doesn't matter. You are everything that that child needed. That's why God chose you to be that child's mother. John chapter 2 verse 1 says, The next day the, the, there was a wedding celebration in the village of Canaan in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. What's her name? Mary. Mary. And Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the celebration. And then something bad happens. The wine supply ran out during the festivities. So that Jesus' mother told him they have no more wine. Pray with me now. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I, I want you to understand, on, on, I, I've preached a lot of messages on, on uh, Mother's Day and on Father's Day. And usually on Father's Day, I preach about my dad and his story from poverty to where, he, where, where God's blessed him and the things that he's done, his, how he's, he's pushed for education and uh, the transformations that he's made. But it's very rare that I preach on my mom. And my mom is very bold in asking me when she gets the CDs, when are you going to preach about me? She wants to know when I'm going to preach about her. Well, mom, when you listen to this, this is all about you, girl. And so my mom, my mom, people ask me, where pastor, where do you go for encouragement? Who's your pastor? Who do you listen to? My pastor is my mom. Me and my dad talk on the phone, but it's usually, you know, how you doing things like that. My dad's not a big conversationalist like I am. Uh, We're not real big talkers outside in public and things like that, but with my mom, my mom gets on the phone. She draws stuff out of you. She just keeps on asking questions. She's like an FBI interrogator. She just starts going deep. How many moms know what I'm talking about or kids know what I'm talking about? And my mom goes deep. She just begins to ask questions. And so we'll be on the phone for, for an hour, half hour. And my dad will be like, what do you guys talk about? You know, we say hi and then we hang up. You guys get on the phone and you guys just keep on talking. And so... 
My mom's my counselor. She's my pastor. Uh, she's the one that encourages me, inspires me. When my head gets too big, she deflates me. When, when I don't feel like I can do something, she lifts me up. She's, that, she's my, my corner woman. She's the one that encourages me and pushes me in life. And I want you to notice something. Mary was that same kind of woman. She puts a demand on Jesus. And that they're at a wedding. Jesus finds out that they ran out of wine. Or Mary finds out. And Mary goes to Jesus and says, hey, we ran out of wine. And Jesus looks at his mom and says, woman, that, that's not a rude word, okay? If you say it today, you, you would, you, you'd probably get smacked. When your mom asks you to do something, say, woman, you're going to get hit. But in those days, that word woman was a, was a, was a phrase of honor. He, was, he wasn't being disrespectful to his mom, but he was honoring her and saying, in other words, saying, uh, my, my time's not come yet. It's not my time yet. Uh, although I might be the son of God, my time, my moment hasn't come yet. And Mary does something very interesting. She doesn't listen to a word her son says, like most moms. Turns around, goes to the servants and says, whatever he says to do, do it. Looks at him and walks away and goes back to the party. <laughs> Jesus is standing there with servants waiting for him to give them direction. See, moms place a demand on our lives. And how can moms do this? My mom always, was always early on in ministry putting demands on me. As I started going into ministry, me, call, call this person in the family. They're sick. Can you go over here and pray for this person? Can you go over here and talk to this person? They're going through marital troubles. Can you call them up? And my mom felt like she was my personal secretary trying to keep me busy. Because moms can place demands on your life like no one else can. Why is that? First thing I want you to understand this morning is because moms know you better than anyone else. Moms know you, and they have that ability to place demands on our lives. And so moms know us better, and I can't explain why. Maybe it's the fact that they carried us for nine months. Maybe it's they, they, they know what's come out of us. Years of changing diapers and the things that come out of our mouths and the way that we respond. Moms know us better than anyone. And moms have that ability to place demand on us. And I want to take you back to where Mary first had the, the invitation to be the mother of Jesus. And we find it in Luke chapter 1 where the angel shows up and tells Mary, Hey, don't be afraid. You are highly favored of God. And then he goes on and he tells her this, Mary, you will conceive a son and give birth. You will name him Jesus. That name means Savior. And so when the angel shows up to this young virgin girl about to be married to Joseph, she says, you're going to have a son. His name's going to be G. He's going to be the Messiah. Mary hears this and he goes on. He says, check this out. I don't know a mother that doesn't hold their child when they're born and say, this child is going to save the world. You missed that. There, there's not a parent in here that doesn't hold their kid and say, man, this kid's going gonna to be great. It's going to be a great kid right here. And have you ever seen a mother when they have the kid, especially when the kid first comes out? And you happen to be there when the child's born? And they, they clean them up and they got all this junk on their forehead, their hair, their, their head's shaped like a cone, uh, their, their, their skin's all nasty and everything. And then they hold up the baby. Isn't he cute? like dang is that even human 
And you do your best while you're smiling at the kid going. He's beautiful. You walk out of that place. Oh, God, please touch that child. I tell you some stories about our kids when they were born, but I ain't going there. (laughs) And he says, he will be great. He will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor, David. And he will reign over Israel forever in his kingdom. There will be no end. I don't know a mother around that if an angel showed up and said, your kid's going to be great. He's going to have nations. He's going to be a king that wouldn't say, sign me up. Because we all want greatness for our kid. Yes, we, do. we all want greatness for our children. And you know what? As, we, as mothers look at their kids, as Mary looked at Jesus that day, she knew that there was something special, that he had been born for a reason. Every mom in here knows that your kids were born for a reason. Every mom knows that there's something more in them than they see in themselves. Moms have the ability to look at their kid and expect more out of them than they expect out of ourselves. Why? Because moms know more than we do about ourselves. They put pressure on us. They put a demand on us because they know us. Second thing I want you to recognize is that Mary recognizes potentials. Moms know their potential. My mom, she knew that there was something else inside of me. She knew that there was more to me. And moms have this ability to put, put, put more pressure on us. They know what's in us. They know who we are. And in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, it says this, when they entered the house, talking about the three wise men, and I want you to recognize when, the, when Jesus is born, the three magi, the three wise men, the three kings find him. They search him out, and when they find him, here they say, when they entered the house, they saw the child and his mother, Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. These kings, all dressed in their royalty, get off their, their, their camels or their horses, and they kneel down before Jesus, this baby. You imagine that? Moms, if you had a kid and all of a sudden, here comes Obama, here comes Prince this guy, here comes Queen Elizabeth, and they all walk in and say, I want to see your baby. Where's your baby at? And then you're like, they're, they're right there. And then they sit down and they bow down to, to, to your child. You'd be like, you got the right room? Y'all lost or something? But these guys found Jesus. And when they found him, they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold was symbolic of a king. Frankincense was an incense given to gods. And myrrh was an embalming spice. But I want you to notice something. These guys show up to a manger. They show up to a stable. Someone's going to, you're going to catch this in a moment. Three kings show up at a stable. Three kings show up in a manger filled with animals, filled with filth. Why did they show up there? Because a king was born. What am I saying? Mary knew the potential of Jesus because even as a baby, as he laid there, the greatness in him drew greatness around him. Oh, somebody need to hear me right now. 
It doesn't matter where you're at. I'm on the east side right now. I'm struggling in my finances. I'm in the middle of a divorce. When there's greatness in you, you will draw kings. You will draw royalty. You will draw people around you. Because you will attract what's in you. Jesus was a king. And so he drew kings to him. And when these kings show up, I believe Mary just took time and she just put these things in her heart. The Bible says this, is that they opened their treasure chest. They gave him these gifts. They came out. See, she remembered that time when they showed up. Mary knew that there was potential. There was something about her son. Throughout his life, she saw something about him. So when they ran out of wine, she comes to her son because she knew her son could do something about the situation. You still with me? See, I want you to recognize Jesus turned the manger into a palace. Riches found him. You can turn wherever you're at. How many know that you're a king and a queen? We've been preaching on that. That you're royalty. Uh, you, You ain't hearing me. You're royalty. You're a king and a queen. And so if you're a king and a queen, wherever you go, you're going to draw. It doesn't matter if you're in the hood. You can transform that hood into the palace. Wherever you at, you bring royalty. Last thing I want you to recognize about Mary is this, is that moms know our purpose. Moms know our purpose better than anyone does. See, you don't, moms don't need an angel to tell them that their kid is special. Every mom looks at their kids and thinks that their kid is is the most amazing thing since sliced bread. It's not until they grow up that we get disappointed. When we hold them and when we, 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 we think about, you know, am I going to be a good parent? What, what are they going to become? I want them to be this. I want them to be that. And we have all these great expectations for our kids. But, but something happens along the way. Moms always hold on. Moms hold on to their purpose. Moms know that there's more in. See, I need you to understand one thing about moms. You could be busted. They could have you on videotape. They could have you on a picture. They could show you with your fingerprints. They could show that you're, you can leave your clothes, your ID, your, your, you, you can leave hair samples there at a store where you stole something and they could have you cold busted to all dead to rights, but a mom is the only one that will believe. He didn't do it. <laughs> Everyone else will believe the evidence. Everyone else will look and say, no, you blew it. Only a mom will sit there. I don't know how they're framing him, but they got a whole lot of stuff. They, they, they got Photoshop and they put him in that picture. I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they got his hair. I think that girl he was with took some of his hair and planted it over there. Moms are the only ones that believe in the kids so greatly that even when we mess up, they believe that you could still make it. You see... Mothers know our purpose. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, that while Jesus is laying in the manger, the shepherds show up. Shepherds were the businessmen of those days, and the businessmen show up to the manger, and they tell them, you know what, we were were out there in the field, and all of a sudden an angel showed up, and they said, go over here because the king has just been born. And so we decided to come and find out where the king's at, and that's why we're here. When Mary hears these things, the Bible says, but Mary kept all these things in her heart heart and she thought about them often you see i need you to understand mom only you it's it's your hope it's your faith that will sometimes prepare
propel your kids to victory. It's your faith that holds on to drive us, to push us. Mom, don't give up. Mom, don't give up. See, I need you to understand something, that even if your mom didn't want you, even if your mom didn't plan you, God did. Even if you weren't planned, God planned you. God designed you. Oh, look at my little mistake. You're not a mistake. You may not have been planned, but God doesn't make mistakes when it comes to life. Amen. Let, let, me, take, let me take you back to the wedding, okay? Let's get back to the wedding here. She tells Jesus, and Jesus tells her this, woman, my time has not yet come. In other words, I'm not ready to start my ministry. He's the son of God. The brother has the ability in him to walk on water. He has it in him to raise the dead. He has it in him to break bread and to feed thousands. He has the ability to open blind eyes. He has the ability to cause the lame to walk. He has the ability to cleanse the leopard. But this man that has all this ability, this potential, this glory that is in him. I'm not ready yet, Mom. his mom see we tell things to our mom that no one else will we, we won't tell anyone else mom I, I know what the angel visits you I, I, you told me stories about the kings you showed me all these things that happened when I was born and everything and I know I'm God I know that I'm here for a purpose but I don't know if I'm ready to start today how about we do it tomorrow and I love what moms do. Mom, Mary kickstarts Jesus' ministry. You following me? Mary starts Jesus' ministry. She nudges him to his destiny. She ex expedites God's timetable for, for Jesus' life. And she begins to push him. That's what moms do. They push you. They say, I'm not ready to go. You're ready. Uh, Mom, I'm not, re I'm not ready for this time. No, no, it's in you. That's what you were born for. Come on, get going. Make your destiny happen. Moms push you towards your destiny. Jesus says, my time has not yet come. Mary says, yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. My time's not. No, I need you, and I know what's in you. I know what's in you. You have the ability to transform this situation. So Mary took the promise that was based for tomorrow, brought it into today. Moms, you have the ability to bring the promises for your children from tomorrow into today when you don't give up. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Mary didn't understand the process. In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 34, she tells the angel, and he says, you'll have a child. She goes, how, how can this be? For I don't know, I haven't known a man. So I need you to understand something, Mom. Mary didn't understand the process. But you don't need to understand the process in order to receive the promise. Are you hearing me this morning? See, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. My mom was so frustrated with me. Moms, we need you. 
My mom was so frustrated with me. If we can get the worship team to help me at this time. She was so frustrated with me. She was at the point that she didn't know what to do. She was, she was at her wit's end. She was like, you know, I'm going to send you away. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to get rid of you. I don't know what we're going to do. If maybe kill you, bury you under the, t- the, the back porch or something. But I can't handle the way you're acting anymore. I can't deal with you anymore. And so... Every, every day when she got off work, she went into prayer. And during her prayer time, if the phone rang, she wouldn't answer it. She would normally take it off the hook. But this day as she went into prayer, as she was so frustrated with me, the phone rang. And instead of getting up and, and, and not answering and just praying through, she picked it up. And on the other line, this was before caller ID, on the other line is my aunt. She says, Norma, I don't know why I'm calling you, but... You know, God told me to call you and just, let, just, just impress me to let you know, don't worry about Danny. Don't worry about him, that God has him in his hand. In fact, God's called him into ministry. And God's going to use him in ministry. That's right. so, so don't worry. Don't, 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 don't complain anymore. Don't worry about it. God has him in his hand. And so she, when she hung up, she felt like God had just answered her prayer. When I heard about it as a kid, I was like, oh, heck no. I ain't going into ministry. And I even went harder the other way. And I need you to understand something. Is that when you're fighting against your destiny, when you're fighting against your purpose, you come up into walls and you got to push harder. But somewhere along the way, mom, when you don't give up, when you keep on believing, when you keep on trusting, when you keep on praying, when you stay in the fight, all of a sudden, you begin to nudge the Jesus out of us, and you bring the promise of tomorrow into today, and all of a sudden, you see breakthrough. (laughs) Some of you moms know how to fight. Y'all are, some of you moms are more brutal than Mike Tyson in his heyday. Y'all dig in. How do you think your daughter ended up with new lungs? You fought. You battled. You stayed in the fight. Amazing. Amazing, Maria. You fought. You fought. When your family went through a difficult time, you stayed and you fought for your kids. Look at them sitting in church, two of them ministers. You fought. You fought. Didn't give up. Look at these moms sitting in this room. Lydia, even though your daughter doesn't like your outfits, (laughs) sweetheart, I've seen you battle for your family. I've seen you fight for your kids. And I'm so proud of the, how you guys are still standing here today. Proud of you. So proud. Rach, not just of your song, but the way you fought when it seemed like all hope was gone for your son. And you stayed in the fight. You stayed in the fight. When everyone else said, now, you know what, just let it go, move on. You stayed in the fight. You stayed in the fight. You stayed in the fight. You kept on believing. You kept on fighting. You didn't let go. Mig, when you could have walked away... Girl, you, you, are, you, you're just, you are Wonder Woman. And yet you've raised some incredible kids. Excelling in business, excelling with your family. You are amazing. Amazing mom. I could go on to so many other moms in this place. But I want you to understand something. 
Moms, hang on. Hang on to the promise. Hang on to the promise even when it seems like it's dead. Because God hasn't forgotten. I'm going to ask it this time. Just because I see just God moving right where you are. Would you just bow your heads? I want to pray for you right where you are. You're here right now. Maybe you don't have a, a relationship with your mom. Maybe your mom is no longer part of your life. Maybe she passed on. Or maybe you have a great mom. Maybe you're just not doing the things that you know you should. You're not where you're supposed to be. And you want that potential to come out. You want to be who God created you to be right where you are. Would you just lift your hand up? I just want to come into agreement with you right now. God bless you. 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 Release that potential right now. God bless you. 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 We call out destiny out of your life. God bless you. God bless you. We call destiny. We call purpose. We know there's more in you. There's more in you. God bless you. Father, you see every hand that's lifted up in this place right now. And we come into agreement, my God, that there's more, that we got more in us than we're showing. There's more potential in us. There's more in us, my God, and you know it. And so you're calling out, my God, our potential out of our lives. And so, Lord, we come into agreement now for every person in this place. And we speak life. We speak potential. We release, my God, purpose. And I ask right now, my God, for those, Father God, that maybe have a broken relationship with their mom. Maybe they don't have a good relationship with their mom. I pray peace over their hearts. Pray healing over their minds and their spirits. Pray grace over them right now in Jesus' name. Would you just say this with me for those of you here this morning? Just make this declaration. I am. Come on, say it. I am who God created me to be. There's greatness in me. No more small living. No more limitations. I will live with unlimited capabilities. My time is now, not tomorrow. Push me towards destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give God a... Just a praise offering this morning. I'm going to ask all the moms to stand up. And if you would just come join us here at this altar, we have a gift that we'd like to give to you. Let's give our moms a big round of applause as they come this morning. Oh, you can keep on clapping. Come on. These are our moms. Amen. Amen. Yeah, even if you're pregnant, you're pregnant, you're a mom. Even if you miss your first cycle, you're a mom. Okay? Hey, still a mom. Hey, wow, look at all these ladies. Come on. That's a whole lot of mamas. Praise the Lord. Yeah, Cisco, you want to join him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Come on. 
Amen. Come on, give them a, let them know how much we appreciate them. Ladies, we need you. Your kids need you. The more they tell you, leave me alone, they need you. They want you. They need you in their lives. Well, you know what? My, my, my mom can do a better job with them. No, they need their mom. They need your voice. They need to know that you believe in them. They need to look in your eyes and you call destiny out in your kids. You look at them and let them know there's more in them. Don't let them settle. And there's times in your life that you've settled. But don't let them settle. Let's let our kids live our dreams. Our success as parents is when our kids succeed. You know what? Let's set them up to succeed. The greatness of you as a parent is a fulfillment of your children. And so this morning, I just want to pray over you. I want to pray that God give you strength not to give up. I don't think my wife has had a hot meal since we had kids. Because every time she's about to sit down, they want something else. She's always the last one to sit down. Always the last one to eat. And so this morning, I just want to pray strength over you. Father, I, would you grab the hand of the person next to you or every mom touching someone? Father, we just come into agreement right now for every woman that's standing here right now. And we just release, my God, your grace over these wonderful ladies. Father, I pray now, my God, your strength over them. Give them the ability not to give up. Give them the strength, Father God, to stand. Lord, we pray on this Mother's Day, my God, that this would be your day to give them the gift, the gift of strength, the gift, Father God, of tenacity, the gift to be able to look at their kids and see greatness, that I know they get frustrated at times and we want to begin to nag and to put them down, but Lord, I pray, let every word that comes out of their mouth take their kids to new levels. Let it begin to speak life to their children. Let them see what no one else can see. Let them be hope dealers, I pray. Let them bring grace to their kids, for their kids need them. Lord, we need them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.